Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. All right, welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Nowlin, the founder of the Metron Manager Project. All right, today's episode is part one of a 12-part series of talks that I recorded called Theology of Work 101. It's a 12-episode series. Don't worry, they're short episodes. So this 12-episode series, it's a concise teaching that will introduce you to the theology of work, help you recover the dignity and mission of vocation. The series is derived from my book titled Managing Your Metron, Practical Theology of Work, Mission, and Meaning. Hope this benefits you. Stick with the series and enjoy. Here is session one. My name is Jonathan Nowlin. I'm the founder of the Metron Manager Project and the author of the book, Managing Your Metron, A Practical Theology of Work, Mission, and Meaning. The Metron Manager Project that I started is all about recovering the dignity and mission of vocation. I believe God has not only given us permission, but he's given us a commission to work. We're going to explore that in this teaching. This teaching series is derived from my book called Managing Your Metron. I'm teaching this series by the same name, and we're going to ask this question, what is a Metron? As that's in the title of the book, and it's in the title of the teaching. So this idea of a Metron, just to set the stage for the rest of the teaching, it's a term the Apostle Paul used when he was writing to the Corinthians. He says in 2 Corinthians 10, 13, we, however, will not boast beyond measure, but within the sphere or the Metron, that word Sphere is translated from the Greek word metron. He says, from the metron which God appointed to us. So he's recognizing that he has a delegated authority, a section of authority, a realm, so to speak, is a good word, that God has given him. And he calls it a metron. It was actually a common term back in uh, the Roman times and the Roman Empire. Uh, you can explore that more on your own if you want a more uh, thorough understanding of it. But for simplicity's sake, we'll just use the term metron here to describe what I like to call kind of a colloquial de definition. Um, I call it a measure of responsibility delegated by God to you in the midst of creation, culture, and spiritual history. So together we're going to explore what I believe is a golden thread that God has woven all throughout Scripture. This thread is all about work, mission, and meaning. I believe you're going to discover that you matter, your work matters, your vocation matters, and that you have purpose in the kingdom of God. So let's dive in together as we explore this. So I want to start with a scripture that means a lot. It's on the front of the book. It's something that God really highlighted to me years ago, and I've been meditating on for a long time and trying to figure out. I included it as a core scripture, a core presupposition, and to the understanding that I bring in the book regarding work, mission, and meaning. 
It's from Psalm 115, verse 16. It says, The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind. What does that mean? The earth he has given to mankind. David was convinced about it. He wrote about it. We're going to explore it in this teaching. There's another great quote here uh, from a theologian named N.T. Wright that I'd like to share as we get going into this teaching. I think it'll give you a little bit of context going forward. He says, what you do in the present by painting, preaching, singing, sowing, praying, teaching, building hospitals, digging wells, campaigning for justice, writing poems, caring for the needy, loving your neighbor as yourself will last into God's future. These activities are not simply ways of making the present life a little less beastly, a little more bearable until the day when we leave it behind altogether. They are part of what we may call building for God's kingdom. So let's dive into this teaching. You remember this scripture. We've all heard it read, the Lord's Prayer. Most of us think of it very uh, abstractly. At least I know I did growing up. I like this section of it, though. This is something we're going to study into. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, in Matthew 6.10. So the question is, is it possible that the prayer Jesus prayed when he taught his disciples to pray was actually intended to be answered? I believe the answer is, The holistic disciple is one who lives with intentionality and takes initiative to be part of the answer to the Lord's Prayer. So yes, it can be answered, and I believe Jesus wants it to be answered. And I believe we have a key role to play in that. There's a great quote from Daryl Miller, an author and theologian from his book, Life Work. He says, God is working to reverse the effects of the fall, and he calls us to work with him. This is what work is all about. So we need to tackle this concept of the original design. The original design is something that not a lot of people have thought about or talked about. It's in the very beginning of the book. Most people skip over it, don't dive into it, try to get to the other more personally applicable areas of the scripture, seem to make more sense, more relevant, salvation, New Testament, New Covenant. But to understand work, we've really got to go all the way back to the beginning and start this process forward to find that golden thread that I was talking about. We've got to find this golden thread that runs from Genesis 1 all the way through Scripture on work, mission, and meaning. So Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. A simple illustration that can help us understand the created order is to think of it as an infinitely advanced computer system. It's like a hardware that was built to run on the software of heaven. So God's creation was designed as like a hardware platform, if you want to use technological terms. And God's software that would make creation run properly is technically the software of heaven. Colossians 1.17 says, He is before all things, and in Him all things hold together. So through His matchless wisdom and knowledge, through God's wisdom and knowledge, God wrote the perfect software that holds all things together. And when we don't see the software of heaven running on the hardware of creation, that's when we see problems. So the software of heaven combined with the hardware of creation 
created a perfect operating system. This is what it was like at the beginning. It was on earth as it was in heaven. So when Jesus prayed that prayer and taught his disciples to pray, similarly, he wasn't talking about something that was abstract, something that was a, a unknown, even a, an unknown condition. He was looking back to how it used to be in the beginning. So let's keep talking about the software and hardware. They're perfectly compatible. The operating system, you could say, of these things combined, co-mingled heaven and earth and was the original platform for human existence as established in the Garden of Eden. So this was our benchmark. This was our starting point for the golden thread. The first working example of a multi-dimensional human existence was modeled in the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve were designed to be naturally supernatural. This is an important term. What we're, not, what we're talking about with work and theology of work is being naturally supernatural, is being multidimensional in our thinking, understanding the multidimensional creation as God ordered it, how this system really works. We are naturally supernatural. Adam and Eve were naturally supernatural. The Garden of Eden was naturally supernatural. Things were originally on earth as it was in heaven, in the garden. When Jesus prayed that prayer on earth as it is in heaven, he was praying for all things to be restored to how things were in the garden originally. This gives us vision. This gives us perspective, even on what Jesus was doing when he was here on earth. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.